the reading, commentary and collect for Saturday the 10th of October. The reading is from Acts 25, beginning at verse 13. After several days had passed, King Agrippa, Agrippa and Bernice arrived at Caesarea to welcome Festus. Since they were staying there for several days, Festus laid Paul's case before the king, saying, There is a man here who was left in prison by Felix. When I was in Jerusalem, the chief priests and the elders of the Jews informed me about him and asked for a sentence against him. I told them that it was not the custom of the Romans to hand over anyone before the accused had met the accusers face to face and had been given an opportunity to make a defence against the charge. So when they met here, I lost no time, but on the next day took my seat on the tribunal and ordered the man to be brought. When the accusers stood up, they did not charge him with any of the crimes that I was expecting. Instead, they had certain points of disagreement with him about their own religion and about a certain Jesus who had died, but whom Paul asserted to be alive. Since I was at a loss how to investigate these questions, I asked whether he wished to go to Jerusalem and be tried there on these charges. But when Paul had appealed to be kept in custody for the decision of his imperial majesty, I ordered him to be held until I could send him to the emperor. Agrippa said to Festus, I would like to hear the man myself. Tomorrow, he said, you will hear him. So on the next day, Agrippa and Bernice came with great pomp and they entered the audience hall with the military tribunes and the prominent men of the city. Then Festus gave the order and Paul was brought in. And Festus said, King Agrippa and all here present with us, you see this man about whom the whole Jewish, Jewish community petitioned me, both in Jerusalem and here, shouting that he ought not to live any longer. But I found that he had done nothing deserving death. And when he appealed to his imperial majesty, I decided to send him. But I have nothing definite to write to our sovereign about him. Therefore I have brought him before all of you, and especially before you, King Agrippa, so that after we have examined him, I may have something to write. For it seems to be unreasonable to send a prisoner without indicating the charges against him. Here ends the reading. Commentary by John Pritchard, taken from Reflections for Daily Prayer. I would like to hear the man myself, said King Agrippa. If we heard that Paul was coming to town, would we have been inclined to change our plans for the evening to go and hear him? He was a small, bald, probably short-sighted preacher, who by his own account was not a great orator and had no special presence. But he seemed to hold people's attention. Sophisticated Athenians, volatile Ephesians, curious Felix, they all found themselves fascinated by his strange message about a dead and alive Galilean and the obvious conviction with which Paul spoke. Not surprisingly, when King Agrippa came on the scene, he wanted to hear Paul for himself. While still at school, a member of my family went to hear a young man whose stammer was usually crippling, but who on this occasion, speaking about his faith, was eloquent and his face shone. She decided to take this faith more seriously. Clearly, appearances matter much less than conviction about the life-giving message itself. <coughs> but there might be something even deeper that draws people to Christ, and that's the quality of a person's life. 
loving the least and the lost, listening to the bewildered and bereaved, committed to justice for the poor and the left behind. Sometimes that kind of life proves irresistible. We might not all be able to speak of our faith very easily, but we can all pass on the love we have received today. The Collect Gracious God, you call us to fullness of life. Deliver us from unbelief and banish our anxieties with the liberating love of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.